Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, everyone. You are tuning into the AfterBuzz TV special events coverage for the Super Bowl. Tonight, we're going to be talking all things Justin Timberlake, commercials, and... And, oh yeah, football. Make sure you stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Everyone, and welcome to a very special, special events coverage here on AfterBuzz TV. We are going to be talking all things Super Bowl tonight. We are so excited. I am your host. We're we're feeling like all the, uh, you know, adrenaline, testosterone, estrogen, it's all here. Um, I am your host. My name is Danny Golub. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Golub. We have three co-hosts here tonight. Including special resident football expert, Tori Broussard. Um, where can they find all of you guys on social media? Probably starting with Tori, because you're going to want to find her if you have football questions. Hey guys, I'm really happy to be here. My name is Tori Broussard, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tori underscore Broussard. Hey everyone, I'm Lauren Pacheco, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lauren T. Pacheco. And I'm Liza, and you can find me on Instagram at Liza.Rubin. Okay. So as much as we like love football and love sports and love commercials, we cannot start tonight without talking about food because we have some really special food here tonight. Lauren brought us some Super Bowl treats because it's not a Super Bowl without snacks. It's and it's true. definitely not a conversation about the Super Bowl without some salty and sweet goodness. So Lauren, true. what did you okay. bring for us? Can you well, please show as us? you know, I am paleo and I have a health account, Lauren's Healthy Home on Instagram. So I brought bacon wrapped dates with like a oh macadamia nut cheese. So Can it's you not like really cheese. Those up for us too, so yeah. You oh, if anybody <laughs> wants them, um, it's really good. And um, yeah, so then I also brought not paleo, but for like people who just want to be gluten free, I bought brought gluten free cupcakes with a coconut oil frosting with cute little footballs right. on it. Yeah. So, so festive, footballs. so festive. Wait, I want to try one. I want to do it. Yeah, yeah try is one. a food um, resident food taster. Wait, you should try one of these the too. Expert. I'm just gonna pass them all to Liza. <laughs> just keep on passing. Yeah. Okay, wait. Am I, am I trying this one? Ch- yeah, let's try the okay. cupcake. Also, okay. thanks to everyone this who's tuning in the live chat. Black yes. Jones, hey. <laughs> Star Drew, what's up? Flame Dalla, hey yo. Um, and and how, are, how are the treats? Wait, you can all try them, though. Okay, we're going <laughs> to try, like, we're gonna try the savory Liza. first. <laughs> Ooh, there she goes. Okay. To be honest, I thought I was going to hate this, but I really like it. Wait, really? <laughs> it's really good. Touchdown Love for Warren's Healthy Home. Okay. I was a cheerleader, so you know. Right. Oh, so, you even have a cheerleader in the house. That was How? really good, and I am not paleo or vegan or gluten-free, and that was amazing. Oh my gosh, okay. thank Definitely you. Definitely not vegan or bacon wrapped. <laughs> Sorry. Flag on the play. <laughs> Foul, okay. Next is the gluten, gluten-free. Cupcake? Okay. I mean, just go. remember, it's not going to be, a, you know, as great as it's a regular cupcake. Good. But it's, <laughs> it'll get your yeah, sweet tooth going. going. Yeah, there we go. And for the extra points. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> 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 
awesome. All right, y'all. So as much as we love food, and we will continue eating and talking about food throughout the show, let's start with, like, the whole night. Let's break it down. To open up the Super Bowl, we had Pink singing the national anthem, and nothing gets me going more than a little bit love for our country. <laughs> um, Pink had the flu, and I did not know that, but she apparently like spit something out, and I thought maybe it was gum, but I guess it was a cough drop, and she sang the national anthem beautifully for someone who was sick. I mean, she sang it beautifully for someone who wasn't sick. I had no idea she was sick, so um, We like had bets, bets going, I mean, obviously no money, but just some bets <laughs> going at our at our party. No, and, no gambling. And no gambling here, but like, I thought that it was going to be, you know... Pink was going to be over two minutes, but she was actually under. We filmed it. Or we, we filmed filmed it. We timed, we timed it. it. And I think that was wow. because maybe she was sick. But yeah, what do you guys think of Pink? For She was in the all white and she had some camo going on. Can I just say that I, we were guessing what color outfit she was going to wear and I got it right. She did. I said she's going to be all, all nice. white. Nice. I got it. Wow. Um, Alexis like in the chat okay. also said Tori would be wearing a cowboy shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Absolutely. So even though the Eagles and the Patriots are playing, we have some love for the Cowboys and for the Chargers on Liza sweatshirt. So. Okay, this is the San Diego the Chargers, San Diego Chargers. still some love for my LA Chargers. <laughs> and um, I have a generic um, jersey on. There you go. Team me. And, and so I'm Team America by wearing denim. <laughs> well, um, hey, then you're then you're on my team. Because, uh, team I am Canada. America's team. Canadian <laughs> tuxedo. Anyway, um, national anthem was beautiful. Was very excited to see Pink there. Um, Absolutely loved it. I thought she was great, um, especially, again, for someone who was sick. But, oh, we have some Gronk on the screen right now. Love Gronk. Um, anyway, yeah, loved loved <laughs> Pink, was happy to see her. And um, so I, I do have to make a comment about the Super Bowl in general. It was the lowest-rated Super Bowl in eight years. So since 2010, this was the lowest one. And the highest one was actually last time it was on NBC, which was the one with Patriots 1. Right. It was, like, 114 million viewers. I think this time they only had 47.5 million viewers, mm-hmm. which, like, oh, wow. Is, is that shocking to you? Is that shock? Yeah, that is a bit shocking, but I, I read online it had a lot to do with, like, the streaming. You can stream it in different places now, and so, like, the rating wasn't going to be as high, mm-hmm. but I still found that to be pretty interesting. I think, honestly, it's, it's not interesting to me because you have two teams. You have the Patriots, who, unless you're a Patriots fan, you're not going for the Patriots, and then you also have the Eagles, who, unless you're an Eagles fan, you're not going to go for the Eagles. So you That's had people who were fans of the Patriots and fans of the Eagles watching the game specifically because nobody likes Patriots and no one else really cared about the Eagles. It's interesting right. though because even though they're, you know, very diehard teams, um, coming from the standpoint where I didn't really have a side, I, I think it's honestly an American <laughs> holiday at this point. <laughs> Everyone is. wants to watch the Super Bowl. I yeah. mean, right. I, I couldn't care less who won, but I just thought it was such a spectacle to see all the fans, everything. It goes down to the Super Bowl parties. Everyone wants to bring, you know, their food, and they want to, um, you know, get all their friends together. I, I just think it's become, it's a community. you know, yeah, such a community event within America. <laughs> it doesn't really matter if, if you have a favorite team. So that's why right. it's kind of shocking to me. Um, but then again, I'm not, you know, <laughs> a fan of either one, so. 
Yeah, I mean, I was excited just to be a part yeah. of the whole, the whole day. Um, <laughs> I will say, first quarter and second quarter, Eagles were up. So we had the Eagles up like 9-3 to three over the Patriots. Second quarter, the Eagles were up, I think it was like 20... 22 to 12. Tori, do you want to go into some highlights from the first half? Because the first half was like a little bit anticlimactic just as a viewer again who wasn't like super sold on either team. The second half, I will say I was on fire. <laughs> I didn't care about either team and I like didn't, wasn't that invested until the second half. I was like, Liza's like, okay. <laughs> I was going wild the second half. But let's talk a little bit more about the first half. What were some highlights? Yeah, big moments from either um, side. I mean, honestly, the first half to me was a little boring. I mean, we start off with the Eagles up 3-0. and um, So right then and there, I was like, okay, maybe this is going to be a good game because they were forced to kick. They weren't able to get the touchdown. Um, then they go ahead and score. So now the score is 9-3, to but then they miss the field goal. So you have, like, you know, a couple of little mishaps, a couple of little, like, obviously miscommunication. Um, but, I mean... I think the most interesting part of the second half was when, um, I can't remember his name, but um, half, number 14 half. in the first, first half, half. So it's the second half. quarter. Ertz. Uh, no. Oh. Um, he plays for the Eagles. Eagles. Um, the Patriots oh, player, sorry. number 14, tried to straddle um, one of the Eagles players, oh, which yeah. I thought was <laughs> absolutely stupid. I mean, at that point, I can't remember what um, what um, line he was on, but it, first of all, it's too early into the game to be trying to do that. And second of all, like, complete miss. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure he I'm got pretty sure hit I saw in an area <laughs> in a, that he probably would not want to get hit in. Um, but, I mean, we saw Brady drop a couple of balls. Um, the Pat, uh, Pats, sorry, Patriots did get an interception, which was the only interception yeah. of the entire game. Was something also wrong with Tom Brady's hand? Yeah. Okay, I he heard that. Did, like, he did have a hand injury. This game, it was not taped. Um, okay. In the AFC Championship, it was taped. So okay. I don't know if he took it off because it was, I don't know if he wasn't able to grip the ball as well or he right. felt like he didn't need it. Um, but I, I like definitely remember, not he, something that I would add to why they lost. Right. Okay, so it didn't have anything to do with why they lost, because I wasn't sure if, like, his, you know, game was a little bit off because of that. Yeah, but, no. I mean, it's possible. I, he might say so, but I didn't even hear that, so, yeah. no. Excuses, definitely excuses. Not. I mean, might as well say it. He lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's also talk about some of the hot commercials from the game and maybe from the first half of the game. I know in the first half we had the Mountain Dew and Doritos commercial, which was honestly I my loved it, that commercial. Um, we oh have Peter gosh. Dinklage, we have Morgan Freeman, you have Missy Elliott. Like, that commercial is lit on fire, literally. Um, it was, I didn't realize that that must be like the same parent company or they did like a collab, but either way, it was great. Peter Dinklage was so funny and they both, and so was Morgan Freeman rapping to Missy okay, Elliott. Okay, that was the best part because uh, Missy so Elliott good. was also in there. She was in it, like in the picture frame. <laughs> she, he just She's, rocked it. Also, we did eat these Doritos during the game and I will say they are delicious. <laughs> They're amazing. They taste like spicy Chinese food. They're really good. Okay, good. also Morgan Freeman narrated his own commercial at the end. So he's, yes. he's lip singing the song and then narrates it at the oh end God, with this. his own voice. <laughs> I just love how they both got so into it. So into it. Like so I, we were talking about what it must have taken for them to like sit and memorize all of these mm-hmm. lyrics. Right. The Super Bowl really is like a full experience and so many celebrities were involved. Like we had 
like we had Hemsworths, we had Chris Pratt, we mm. had Morgan Freeman, like like Rebel Wilson. It was like all these icons get to be a part of like what we said this day. That is just like people watch it all over the world. I remember when I was studying abroad <laughs> in London, I was up at four in the morning watching this game. Yeah, but yeah, that's a cool, cool part of it because I feel like it is cool. You know, not to put words in anyone's mouth, but I feel like on a regular day they probably wouldn't have done an ad like this maybe not but yeah. because they get to be a part of the Super Bowl it's so cool and they want to cool. you know right. be in it even more um, I mean my personal favorite was the Tide commercials oh, yeah. um, with, uh, David with David Harbour from Stranger uh, Things yeah because they posed it like your typical they did a parody of all the typical Super Bowl commercials and, yeah, right. and they would funny. be like Tide ad and it was just so <laughs> cute and funny I, I it. liked that was so good um Eli Manning and Odell Beckham's Dirty Dancing oh my god oh, oh, yeah. and, and it's now like him um, Eli, Ma- Eli Manning mounting um, Odell Beckham is now on a t-shirt. Oh my gosh. That's yes. And it's hilarious. So yeah. many memes. There that were also so probably so many memes. I even saw so many. We'll talk about the halftime show in a little bit, but that selfie kid is all over the internet. He was <laughs> oh, on, yeah. on Good Morning America. He's cool. Um, <laughs> I wish I was. Is that what you have to do to like, be famous and get on Good Morning America is just take a selfie with a celebrity? Yeah. Um, there was a big uh, Star Wars commercial for the new movie that came out. I believe that was also in the first half. And um, we got to see you know, a sneak peek into that movie. Like, it was a long commercial, too, which it was, like, um, like almost like a... Tra- it was a trailer. It was a right. full trailer. And NBC also... This is the first time in a long time that NBC has the Olympics and the Super Bowl in the same year, so there were tons of uh, Olympics commercials, which I loved, and they were to the soundtrack from um, <laughs> Greatest Showman. Yes. They, they, they were to oh, this, is, this Is Me, which I loved. Um, but, yeah, like, lots of good commercials. Uh, there were some funny Febreze ones too, where they uh, were using the the only man whose bleep doesn't stink. I really liked that one with the parents. Was quite funny, I will say. I kind of think that it's interesting though now how a lot of the commercials come out before the actual Super Bowl. I feel like that ruins a little bit of the hype of it. Yeah, well, right. It's interesting because YouTube viewership of the Super Bowl ads increased 16% this year. Oh, interesting. So, I mean, of course, everyone flocks to YouTube to see, but it's interesting to me because, like you were saying, a lot of these commercials were released pre-Super Bowl. Like this Doritos ad I saw a little bit before. I mean, it was obviously still amazing watching real time, but um, a lot of them came out before, which was interesting to me. Yeah. Star Drew wants to know, uh, he thought the Australia commercial was a movie commercial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was I did too, yeah. They framed it like that, and then at the end they kind of was like... Visit they, Australia. It was exactly. a tourism commercial. Yeah, it was an ad Which, that's such a, like, a testament to this being like such a global thing. Like, literally another country bought an ad in our Super Bowl, <laughs> right, like, come right. visit us. Listen, I didn't mind it. Yeah, it was, I, hey, anytime a Hemsworth is here, I'm here for it. And <laughs> also, um, Black Jones said the Pats were dumb for not playing Butler. Mmm. <laughs> Like I said, the Patriots are not my team, but I agree. I absolutely agree. I mean, Is I'm still trying to. Um, no, no, oh, no. There, there was a, there was another quarterback that wasn't playing though. Tom Brady only. No. Well, are you talking about on the Patriots or on yeah, the I'm Eagles? I'm talking about the Patriots. They don't, they don't have a backup quarterback. What am I talking about? Sorry. <laughs> I think you're talking about the Eagles because the Eagles did play their backup oh, quarterback, who has been playing since the, the like halfway through the regular season because Got they're. It. Uh, number one quarterback tore his ACL. Yep, and here's go. a side um, note about him that has nothing to do with football. He proposed to his girlfriend after they won. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. I knew there was going to be. So a now you can die. Do you want to know <laughs> who I would like? What I would like to know is how many Patriots didn't propose because they lost. Right. I thought Olivia Colbert was going to get engaged. Put that ring back in your pocket. Truly, truly. Anyway, um, while we're talking about all this, these fun celebrities on the commercials, let's also talk about. 
halftime show. We had Justin Timberlake perform, and he's back because he had performed years ago with Janet Jackson. And um, we all thought that he was going to bring Janet Jackson with him, right? To be honest, I thought he was <laughs> going to bring someone. someone. I'm sorry. He needed to bring at least someone out there. <laughs> so he started out like underground. Rock Prince. He started out underground. Yeah, he brought a, a hologram of Prince. But um, he started out underground, and he then came up, and he didn't... I mean, this is it was a bit of a miss for me, and I will say this is because in the past, we've had, like, Lady Gaga, who literally jumped off the edge of the Super Bowl, Katy Perry, who was, like, soaring through the sky on, like, her firework, and even, like, when Coldplay maybe had a weaker performance, they brought out Beyonce and Bruno Mars to save them. Justin didn't have any guests he didn't have any outfit changes to be honest he wasn't singing that much he was mostly dancing and so for me I felt like I was waiting for that moment when it was gonna get big and it didn't for me yeah were you expecting it to get big if he were to bring out a guest or were you expecting his performance overall to be better I think I was expecting like a big guest or like a big moment that we were all gonna remember and it felt like a really, really good Grammys performance. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like an iconic Super Bowl, like a really good concert, but not like the Super Bowl. Can I tell you, if I was in concert watching this, I would be really disappointed because he sings maybe four words of each song and then yeah. stops to dance. And I'm not saying he's not a great dancer. He's amazing to watch. He has great footwork. But at the same time, it's like you watch these to see them perform, to see them sing their songs live. I didn't get that from him, one. And two, it was just... I don't know. It was so bland to me. I mean, like I said, of course, he's a great performer, but I was expecting him to do something extravagant, and I don't know. I just kept getting so more and more disappointed with what he was doing. Yeah. It wasn't like his, the performance of his lifetime, which for a lot of people it, it, the Super Bowl is. He, It was just a feel-good performance, I feel like. When I was watching it, I was just like in a happy mood watching him, but it wasn't moving to me. It was just like, yeah. oh, that was fun, and like I liked all the songs, and I could sing along, and that was I great. Like, I would get so excited. The dancing excited. was really good. The dancing was really good, and I would get so excited when, you know, an oldie of his came on, and I was like, oh, yeah, here we go, and right. then he would stop singing, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I don't get this. Well, yeah. they say, too, that um, the part of the song that him and Jack... Janet Jackson had the little accident, or maybe not accident. Um, he kind of did like this smirk to he the did, camera yeah. and like stopped and didn't sing that part. So it was kind of funny. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah." He looked straight into the camera and like kind of. Yeah, I think it's right here somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. It's, he like it's made a gesture. Here. Yeah, it's right it after cute, this. Though. Yeah. Oh, you. Yeah. I think he might have passed it. No, I think it is. It's right here. So Alexis also said that it was one of the best concerts. I was just going to say the Janet Jackson, but Alexis said it was one of the best concerts. She's been to like three hours nonstop singing and dancing, but he didn't have an opener at his concert either, so she wasn't surprised that like they didn't have a guest. Right. But you know, I don't know, I think it's different than a concert. You Like I went to Lady Gaga a few months ago, or I I went to Lady Gaga a couple months ago and like she didn't have an opener and she didn't have any guests at her Super Bowl performance either, but like she did it big. She had like extravagant costume changes. She sang the but whole I time. But I think I think that is because that's who Lady Gaga is. You know, she's like this huge, big, extravagant performer. We expect that. I think Justin Timberlake honestly did a good job. Was it his best performance? No, but I I enjoyed it. I thought it was great variety. I thought it was chill. I thought it was. People at home could also still enjoy it. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like you had to be there to really get the full experience. I don't know. Okay, I'm. I know I'm hitting on him so hard. I really do <laughs> love Justin Timberlake. Yeah, so do I. That's why this is so hard for me. But to me, it seemed like he got tired. 
and mm-hmm. he just didn't give it his all, especially when he ran up into the crowd with Selfie Kid. Yeah, we and he stood him there a for bit. like a straight <laughs> ten minutes singing the song. Not ten minutes; that's an exaggeration. But it, like, do something else. I don't know. It, it just really didn't do it for me, and I was kind of disappointed. Yeah. So he goes up into the stands at one point and takes a selfie mm-hmm. with this random kid um, that went instantly viral all over the internet there were so many funny memes like one was like googling who is justin timberlake or like yeah, or like I, I don't know like it was it, or text my mom texting my mom because she'd be excited or something <laughs> i was just like happy for that kid yeah it <laughs> but was cool. he didn't seem that you know ex- excited about it yeah i think like, it was like uh, so busy trying to get the picture oh yeah he was, <laughs> he was trying to post it on social media <laughs> yeah, i would forget was. what i was doing too yeah. yeah he was i mean yeah like these dancers are amazing like i liked the mirrors performance that he had like the song i don't know i mean it was good it wasn't great it wasn't that memorable for me hmm. it wasn't my favorite in the last few years that's for sure especially with like the technology that's available these days for perform- performance like this speaking um of technology they did have a print telegram and that was probably my the lighting up of the city purple because it was Minneapolis mm-hmm. um, I did like that aspect of the print so oh, you're so <laughs> funny <laughs> selfie kid hello didn't um, he know he was going to be on TV he didn't need to take a selfie that's what I, I, said. I was like everyone can see you like you're literally in, everyone you probably know. DVR here. right um, most likely <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, so they had a Prince Prince hologram, and they lit the city up purple, which I loved. What I did find interesting, though, is that Prince wasn't crazy about the whole idea of using, apparently he had a quote years ago um, that E tweeted about during the show, or during the halftime show, um, that, like, Prince said, if you were meant to perform with someone, you should have been, like, alive during the same time, and if not, like, that was just, like, that was, you know, the way the universe works, and that you maybe weren't meant to perform together or something along those lines. So I thought it was interesting that Justin did this, but again, it was a beautiful tribute. Prince was an icon. It was nice that he, you know, paid his respects to him in this way. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if this was the place to I do thought it. it was nice, but just yeah. so random. It was pretty random. I didn't really realize, like, that Justin Timberlake had that affinity for Prince, and maybe yes. he didn't, maybe he didn't. It wasn't something that, like, I was super aware of wasn't something he'd been like really vocal about in the past but I did love this this like whole it, it was Prince's logo all lit yeah. up which I thought was really cool I think honestly I mean obviously I don't know if he had you know like any time with Prince or if they I, I don't know if they you know got to even talk to each other but maybe, maybe, um maybe. I think it just came down to uh the point of respect and yeah. you know the fact that he even thought that I don't know many artists who would have thought to do that mm-hmm. you know so I think that was what a lot of people were appreciative Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he had any ill intentions, obviously. And he wanted to make a beautiful tribute. It made sense. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I don't know if they researched that much into it. But, I don't know, it was nice of him. But it was really beautiful. <laughs> the Prince hologram was also, like, a, a rumored, like, it kind of was leaked. Like, there was a couple of people oh. that knew that that was going to happen beforehand. A couple of people thought NSYNC was going to come out. Some people thought Janet Jackson. Some people thought even Chris Stapleton because of his new song. But, yeah. He sang some of his new music afterwards on Jimmy Fallon. It was nice that Jimmy Fallon introduced him because they're, like, the coolest best friends of all time. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, despite the high energy that he had, because he did have high energy despite all the dancing, like, it wasn't super well-reviewed. But it was interesting because I did know, like, a lot of people that really did enjoy it. Um, But I just don't think it was, like, a total hit. I think it was maybe a halfway. It was like a 50-50. Some people loved it. Some people didn't. But it wasn't like a unanimous like love. Like I feel like 
regardless of how you feel about Katy Perry now, I feel like so many people were, like, obsessed with that yeah. halftime show. Mm-hmm. No, she, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, but, yeah, you they know. They should just have Beyonce every year. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Queen um, of the Super Bowl. We also have to talk about NBC's, like, couple-second blackout that yeah, they had. what was that? Um, yeah. They didn't lose any money, but, like, the glitch made the screen go completely dark for... I, I thought, I was like, oh, did I t- accidentally hit my remote and, like, sit on something and accidentally turn it off? And... No, I didn't, because everyone's TV did that. But, yeah, it just kind of went dark for a minute there. It reminded me a little bit of when Beyonce, like, shut the Super Bowl down with her halftime show from all the power going out. Um, but, yeah, that was that was crazy. I'm not 100% sure why it would happen. But I, I imagine, like, when something is that big of a production, that stuff happens. It's live TV. Right. Um, I guess a power Anything abnormality called it, it caused it, which I guess that just means power outage I don't really know um yeah interesting but mm-hmm. I mean I guess you can try and plan for those things but yeah you never I mean, really know there's when gotta it's gonna be happen. like generators yeah. and everything and I mean luckily all these people were inside because <laughs> I, I I mean Minnesota was freezing and like if they were like outside and there was heaters and stuff and they all went out these people would have froze but thankfully they were indoors and had wait the power of- went out the power went out yeah there was a power out. oh I thought it was our tv yeah <laughs> Literally. I think that's what a Flat lot of people thought. Just on your TV. Wait, what? I think that's what a lot of people Everyone thought. Everyone was in the dark? Oh, okay. I would have been freaking out. I would have been out of there. Like, <laughs> with everything that ha- unfortunately happens now, I would have just lost my mind and left. <laughs> I'm done with this game now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I will say, though, the second half of this game reminded me of why I, like, Football is just such an American sport. Like, this was, like, such a a comeback. I don't know. It was, like, a comeback and then a comeback again. And it was, like, it felt like the NFL at its prime, to be honest. Like, it was such an even match and such good teams playing against each other. And it was so exciting. And like I said, as someone who didn't even really, you know, have a deep love for either team, I became really invested, especially come fourth quarter. Third quarter, the Eagles were still up, but then the Patriots caught up in the fourth quarter Mm -hmm. and then, like, really got ahead, and it was just so neck and neck. I actually thought we were going to see overtime. Yeah. I think a lot of people To be honest, it absolutely could have happened. I think once it got down to that last minute and five seconds, you know, they're all the way back at the end of the end of the zone. At this point, I'm, like, thinking it's the nerves because Mm -hmm. you've got um, the Eagles defense who's pumped and ready to go. They're after Brady. Period. Um, And that's honestly what happened. I mean, the uh, Patriots did come back up 29 to 26 um, towards the end of the third quarter. I saw that pass, Brady to Hogan, beautiful. And I was like, okay, this is why people love the Patriots. This is why they are the best team in the NFL. They are known for coming back I, I, in the second half. I knew it was going to happen, too. Our friend that we were watching with was like, they're coming back. Like, I know it. Right. Like, oh, no, no, no. She's like, I feel it. She has yeah. Felt it. They always come back. I never put it past them. But, you know, that That's fourth quarter. And so many people in the, in the comments right now are saying, for two teams that I hate, it was actually a really good second it half. Was. And I think that's what I mean by like I think it brought back like what so many people love about watching football. Like oftentimes games, at least for me as someone who didn't again care too much about either team, like if it was like a total blowout, it probably would have lost my interest in the second half. But like they were so even, it really was neck and neck and it was like they were up a few and then they were up a few and then it was back and forth and back and forth and there was like, you know, every time a, like a like a long throw would happen, my like I would get so nervous that someone was yeah, going to catch it or right, something. Right. Yeah, it was intense. Well, I think it's it's crazy because at the end of the day, that's what everybody wants. They want a good game. And just to think that, like, the one sack came in the fourth quarter at the end, like, 
I am not, like I said, I am not a fan of either team. Obviously, I was rooting for the Patriots. In my opinion, I wanted to see the Jaguars and the Minnesota Vikings play each other, but, you know, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think I have a newfound respect for the Eagles. I will never root for them, you know, but they tested that a lot of their success this season, especially in this game, was due to their faith. Um, and that's something that I wasn't expecting to hear, but I thought it was cool because they are a well-faith-based foundation team from the coaches all the way down to the players. Like on Monday nights, they have couples Bible study. On Thursdays, so they have um, like players Bible study, like a team Bible study. And then um, they also have one on Saturday nights before the game since they can't go to church on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And actually, they had three players this year get baptized in the regular season. And so I was like, wow, okay, like... Okay, that makes me amen. love this team. Like, I I'm couldn't glad even, they, I I'm couldn't glad they won. That. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like an underdog story. Like, you, you're playing good all season. You lose your starting quarterback in the middle of the season. Your backup quarterback has to step up. I think a lot of people are not giving Nick Foles credit because not only did he dominate the season when he was playing, not only did he lead his team to the Super Bowl... They won the Super Bowl against the number one quarterback in the NFL. And, and like, yeah. that the, says a lot about them. Though the Eagles were, like, favored to win by fans, I would say the Patriots were favored to win overall. Like, the Eagles right. were definitely the underdog here. The Eagles were the popular vote. Right. You the popular vote. The <laughs> well, history, if I was going to bet, I would have bet on the Patriots. So. Yeah, agree. <laughs> agree. I, I totally would Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think a lot of people – I think some people, too, who didn't really have a team – to root for were rooting for the Patriots because they thought they were going to win. So right, I, it, was, right. it was exciting. Um, we, if we're talking about the fourth quarter, we have to talk about Ertz's touchdown that he got in the end zone. Like, it was... it was. <laughs> I literally I, did that when I saw it. I that. almost had a heart attack watching <laughs> that. that. And, like, when they had to have the replay to confirm it on that, like, iPad with the ref, I was literally shaking in my boots. It, it like, he had this, like, dive and mm-hmm. the ball, like, bounced mm-hmm. in, in the end zone and then he caught it. And it was mm-hmm. just, like, it was... An obvious touchdown to me. I was like, this is for sure a touchdown. But they had to review it. And you literally see the coaches, like, pacing back and forth. Both teams stressing the hell out. Yeah. And they ended up calling it a touchdown. That's what ended up winning the game. It was funny because when I first saw it, I was like, okay, that's a touchdown. But then when they replayed it, I was like, I don't think that's a touchdown. I honestly didn't think that they were going to give it to him. Because when he caught the ball... And then he fell on it a little bit. It did not look like he had control of the ball, mm-hmm. which was what they were battling back and forth. However, when they gave it to him, I said, okay. You know, like, it, I said okay because when I first saw it, it looked like a touchdown. Like, this is it right here. So he catches it. Look, bounce. Right there, a little bit when it pops out, I was like, I don't know if he actually has control of the ball. Right there. That was... But he had already caught it. He had already yeah. caught what it. what they were saying. Right. See, to me, that was never a question. I mean, obviously, right. I'm not the most knowledgeable, but he has control of it up until his hands come off the ground. Yeah, boom, Do touchdown, and, and then loses control. Yeah. But still catches it. That still is quite it. amazing. <laughs> I know. That... That was very, caught it again. very interesting. <laughs> Everyone in the comments says a thousand percent a touchdown. Yeah. There's also a lot of people chatting in the comments about 
Tom Brady being a bit old and they questioning when he's planning on retiring. Um, I know we were chatting a little bit before about how he wants to wait until his mid-40s. He's already in his 40s. So yep. to be playing this game at this age truly is impressive. He had this uh, documentary miniseries. Tom whatever, versus Time. Tom versus Time, mm-hmm. where, where the controversy struck about him kissing his son on the lips. We all saw that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's apparently what his family does. Good for them. Um, but yeah. His entire family. So, yeah, he kisses his dad on the lips. He kisses his kids on the lips. That's the thing that they do. The I kiss my do. family on the lips. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a, a lot of celebrities like have gotten backlash for it. I know the Beckhams have gotten backlash for totally, it. Totally, but it's, the, it the was a long kiss. Was Tom versus time. I mean, the timing was a little bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't think it was about the kiss. I think it was about the length of it. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. I do that, and I, but it's just like, like peck. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder. I wonder for Tom Brady. that if Tom Brady had won this year, if he would have retired after winning. I don't right. know. Like, so in his, in, sixth... in his documentary, he very clearly states that he wants to play until he's 45. Okay. And his trainer, they do some very extensive training, um, literally from head to toe. If you watch on Facebook, watch, you'll see. Oh, uh, yeah. I watched um, it. He was also getting like, really think, deep tissue massages. Right. And... Which I feel like is huge for him. Like, I feel like that's one of the reasons why he could play until he's 45. I mean, he said it himself. He plays better now, obviously, than he was when he was younger. He wished he had that, what he has now when he was in his 20s. So to say that you're 41, you want to play until you're 45, and you're playing better than you ever had been, and this is usually when people start to back out, says Mm -hmm. a lot about him. And I think one thing about Tom that I learned in this documentary is that he dedicates his life to the game. And if you want to play against him, you better be dedicating your life to the game as well. Well, then that's what the Eagles did then. I I don't know if they're dedicating their life, but they dedicated their uh, season and that Super Bowl. So, And, you know, there was a couple opportunities at the end of the game for Tom Brady to you know, win it back, and he threw a couple Hail Marys, like, down the whole field, and as what we were watching, I thought maybe, maybe someone was going to catch it, because the Patriots have done that before, mm-hmm. and that happens in, like, these high-pressure games like that. It didn't happen, but, like, it really could have. That's how close it of a game really it was. Could've. It really could have. It was, like, um, there's a fine line in these games between skill and luck, I feel like, at certain points. Like, that ball could have landed a little bit closer to someone else, not based on whether or not Tom Brady was a better or worse quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was kind of just, like, the way that... The the moment that this game ended, the Eagles were up, but it really, if the game was another five minutes longer, it could have gone the other way. It's so funny, because when he throws that Hail Mary, the camera, they turn it to Robert Kraft, who's their (laughs) owner, and you see him, he's this really old, white-haired guy, and he's like... Oh God! I know. So the reaction of everyone in the crowd. We, we well, saw him it. and Gronkowski too were super on in the second half. Yeah. So oh, I they was were. thinking like their passes. He's gonna catch it right now. Yeah. 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 It was. It was fun to watch. It was like I. The only way I could describe that last couple minutes of that fourth quarter was like electric. It really was. Like everyone was so glued to their TVs. Like literally, sports fan <laughs> or not, there was no way you could not be interested in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm telling you, it was, a, it was a very stressful one minute and five seconds. It was. It was. <laughs> and like all of us that were watching were like. Like, I'm not sold that it's over until it's over. Exactly, well, it right. really isn't. It, that's what I love about football. Regardless of who is playing, and I think we saw that a lot this season. You've got to watch until the very, very last mm-hmm. second, yep. and that's uh, across the board. I, I've seen that happen in like every sport, but I think football in specific, it really gets down to the the final seconds. Um, the MVP of the game was Nick Foles from mm-hmm. the Eagles. Yeah. Bear uh, down also he went to U of A. He went to U of A. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had a couple Badgers out there last night. We had James White and we had Corey Clement. 
So the Badgers couldn't lose because there was one on each team. So <laughs> it was very exciting. Um, but Nick Foles, uh, Arizona, was a big winner uh, for the Eagles. He was the MVP. He gets to take home the trophy for that and, like, tons of new exposure for endorsements. It's a that's a big deal. It's it a is. really big deal. Um, I think he was pretty well-deserving. Absolutely. I mean, like I said earlier, what he did for this team once Carson Wentz was out was – I don't want to say unheard of. He had 28 of 43 passing attempts and 373 yards with three touchdowns and one interception. Like, those stats are unbeatable. I think that, like, that's he was, like, on fire for that game and was very well-deserving. When it's your year, it's your year. And, well, it was their year. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) I'm happy for the team, but I'm, I'm sad about their city. Like, did you People see? People are burning. Yeah. Okay, why do fans do I that? Like that is something I will never understand. Like, you guys won. Please stop burning down your buildings and cars. Right. And I-, I thought maybe you would see that from, like, a losing team. I don't even know. Did you see Not that even gas then. station that they were, like... Taking all of the food and just throwing it at it. There was like 30 people in this gas station just destroying it. And I was like, why? What is. You won a football game, so you're going to destroy a gas station? <laughs> I just but like, don't that's, understand. Know, that's their fans. Like, I don't know if you guys have yeah, ever been no. to the city of. I have. Uh, Philly. Yeah. I have. And I've and I've also heard that they're wild. And I think that's why a lot of people yeah. don't like the Eagles. Because yeah. I've heard when you go to an Eagles game, like, you literally can't even wear a different team's jersey to the Eagles yeah. stadium because yeah. people will jump you. And, like, I don't like They throw food like, on you. Yeah. They, it's. I heard that. I had a friend of mine tell me that he got beer poured on it. It's, like it, it's just like, it, you just take it to a whole other level where it doesn't need to be. Right. right. And I, and I. And for men, for men of faith, come on now. Well, right. let, let me tell you, it was not the players, it yeah, was right. the fans. The However, players. there was a player, I don't know what player it was, um, on the Eagles who, once they, uh, in the NFC um, championship, told the camera that he was going to F Brady's wife. Oh, my. And I was like, really? Like, come on. Okay, I'm sure the rest of the team was very disappointed It was very, it was just uncalled for and just unsportsmanlike, obviously. Yeah, I feel like for the most part I did see both teams acting pretty sportsmanlike during the game and were pretty respectful. But, like, when it comes back to it, we're seeing this footage of people just rallying and, like, these poor police officers that have to deal with it. It's like, I don't even You won a football game? Why are you thrashing your city? It makes no sense. It doesn't make to me. sense. It really yeah. doesn't. I um, mean, maybe because it's been since 1960. Since they've, they've never <laughs> yeah, won the Super Bowl I won. Bowl before. I'm gonna like burn things. Haven't they? Never, they've never won the actual Super Bowl before. They did win like the championship way back in the day, but I think this was the Eagles' first okay, ever so Super Bowl. Okay, so that's what I thought. But then I also saw someone report that they did in 1960. Oh, However, really? that could. That might not I be true. They never I might have falsely um, But then, yeah, but then I saw a lot of them say this was their first Super Bowl. Yeah, I think it was. I heard it was their first one. I mean, the last time they were there, they played the Patriots they and they lost. Relax. So this is yeah. a big comeback for them. Um, but but speaking of Brady and speaking of um, you know Foles winning, Brady. I, I truly think that Tom Brady and the Patriots like couldn't have been any more like famous or big from one more Super Bowl win. Like, what is six versus five? You know, it's huge because it there's only one other team right. that has six. I and agree. We, the Cowboys are the only other team that has five. But I will say, like, <laughs> it is a bigger deal. I still think for the Eagles to have won for oh, them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, it, and 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 if the Patriots were to win, it would have been huge for them because that's back to back Super Bowls. So that's true. Yeah. Um, well, they would have. Yeah, they would have tied the record if they had won. Yeah, the Steelers but. have six. So the only team that has six. So they would have been tied with the Steelers. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Bummer. So that's that's okay because now we're still chasing after them. 
Yeah, that's true. The now cow- now the Cowboys, Cowboys for next year. <laughs> um, like, truly. Yeah, but I think overall it was it was it was a good game to watch, regardless of who you were it going was. for. I think a lot of people now are trying to figure out what's going to happen with the Patriots dynasty, I should say, especially since they lost both their defensive coordinator and their offensive coordinator mm. to head coaching positions. That is that yesterday is a big deal. and today. Oh, also there was a a team member who was on the Patriots and he got cut and then went to the Eagles and he won. Yes. Oh who my was gosh, that? who was that? Um, um, Alexis, I know you are in the live chat right now. Tell me who that Alexis was. In the live. Alexis is Wait, also I saying the Steelers that. have five. No, the Steelers have six. Alexis, fact check. <laughs> Um, fact check me, like, fact check me, Alexis. For that guy. <laughs> the dance party is saying in 2020 the New Orleans Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. So, you know. In I, 2020. That is oh, a specific. specific I know. Why, can you, why 2020? Said, Eli and Odell will be doing the dirty dancing of when they win the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> hey, okay, yes. <laughs> I believe that. Um, yeah, I mean, there obviously is still so much to talk about. It's like a couple days later, and people are still just buzzing about this game, buzzing about everything that happened, mm-hmm. whether it was, like I said, sports-related, commercial-related. Like, so many people are talking about the Martha Stewart Jack in the Box commercial. I like, forgot about that one. Yeah, oh, there yeah. were so, so many, many good ones. The, the one with the Alexa, where, like, Alexa lost her I voice. Amazon Alexa, and they had all the different celebrities <laughs> chime in. That was so funny. There really were just so many moments, and... I think to be able to fully process them, you kind of have to, again, like, go to YouTube and watch them all again after. I already rewatched Justin Timberlake's performance and Pink's, because I was like, did I just not like this? Because, like, I was, you know, hungry for my second round of food or what? No, I just <laughs> didn't really care for it too much. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun to watch. I am now officially a fan of uh, of NFL. Woohoo! <laughs> um, and I will Which say, uh, you know, I, I'm going to vote for the... Um, LA LA Chargers now that they're here because you know that's exciting we're gonna have a new stadium very soon Mm -hmm. for both the Rams and the Chargers so I'm looking forward to that you know we have I grew up in LA so we didn't have like big football teams yeah now you have ours now I have two well you know the Rams were originally here before they went to St. St. Louis Louis, and then they came back so but I mean Um, honestly they had a good season compared to the season before last (laughs) just saying we're not gonna get into that but they did do really well yeah, I, I think, did. and I also think I heard a lot about the ratings um, that that had happened for the Super Bowl were kind of reflective of the ratings overall for the NFL this year. They weren't as yeah. strong as they've been in the past, and I exactly. and I really do wonder if that if that comes down to like you know I know Twitter streams games now and like mm-hmm. Hulu live streams some games, and I wonder if we'll get to a place where those will then count towards ratings because. I feel like just as many, if not more, people actually are watching around the world, but they aren't necessarily watching on cable. Right, Like, I'm the only one out of, like, all of my friends that have cable, so people came to my house, but, like, if I didn't have that, we probably would have went and watched at, like, I don't know, a bar, which then would have been another less TV watching, you know? So, Mm -hmm. I think... It's an interesting, I think that's interesting just for TV and sports and live television going forward in general. I wonder if it's the same for like award shows and stuff this year. I don't know. I haven't, haven't run the numbers yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, just an interesting point. But overall, a very exciting game. I love a good underdog win. You know, I mean, I think I'm never oh. happy to see anybody lose, but like I think, I think to see the Patriots, you know, not take it again and again and again, people were excited by that. Eagles fans were literally going nuts here, even like, oh, yes, the, they bar, were. the bars in, 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 uh, in LA that were Eagle fans were very excited. So yeah, I mean, I think it's fun, and I think a lot of 
new good things will come out of it, like new endorsements for the Eagles players. Selfie Kid is going to get um, Instagram fame. If he right. um, and maybe they'll pick someone really good for next year's halftime show. My personal um, request, I think J-Lo would be great. She's been wanting to do it for a while and has been in the running for a while and hasn't done it. And she's got a lot of hits, does the Vegas show. I think she knows what's yeah. up. Okay. Yeah, yeah she obviously will bring it, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Just feel free to throw your suggestions in the comments below. Oh, did you guys hear that um, Rob Grunk Kowski's, uh, he got robbed. Yeah, like he did get robbed no, during the game. During, during the game, game. Yeah. I heard that. That is they so would upsetting. Not say what was taken from the locker room. I, I saw no, them at his house. house. His house. They did but take they said, guns. I yeah, saw that. Oh guns gosh. and a couple of safes. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. wouldn't specify. You lose the Super Bowl, you go home to an empty house. I know. Yeah. That's crazy. That's oh, someone, Alex, Alexis wants Taylor Swift next year, and I could be here for that too. Ooh, okay. Um, I will say when Tom Brady lost, we did get to see him in his sad losing outfit walking off the stadium out of the stadium he was in like this suit with a turtleneck and glasses like he looked there were so many memes about that as well like, I don't know who dresses worse him or Cam Newton oh my god <laughs> yeah, you know, leave him alone he lost the Super Bowl I mean I will say he like that too I will say if, if the Super Bowl gives us nothing else it gives us great things to talk about on the internet in the coming days <laughs> great like yes, great memes great conversations apparently Tom didn't even shake Nick's hand he didn't to chaos one three two yes. one two that's weird that. yeah. that's a, so that's but, not sportsmanlike I mean, conduct it's you're right it's not but and not trying to justify that. However, right. I mean, what is he supposed he to do? He said yeah. his exact words: "Losing sucks, yeah. and it does." I do. And like at that point, I think just knowing that they were the underdog and the Patriots were the best, you just let it go. Right. Take your Super right. Bowl yeah. win and move on. Like, yeah, I, there was enough people shaking hands out there yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was yeah. okay. But yeah, I mean, I have it was. A question: Did he shake other people's hands? Um, not that I am aware. Because that's the thing; like his right hand's injured. So, like, yeah, interesting. Maybe like, I know people who won't. Sh- more. Yeah, I know people who won't shake hands because they have carpal tunnel and they play guitar, and it's like they don't want to damage their hand. Oh. Yeah, but when he was in that, when he won the AFC championship, he was very much shaking and jumping around. So, yeah, but that his hand's injured currently. Is what yeah, I'm yeah it was injured then as well. Oh, really? Okay, yes. got it then. <laughs> well, then we don't have any excuses for Tom <laughs> no Brady. Excuses. No uh, excuses. For no it. excuses. But, you know, losing sucks. No one likes losing. <laughs> and uh, Black Jones wants to see Drake, Jay-Z, Kendrick, or Jay Cole next year. Those yes. are all of them. Yes. Great suggestions. All of them. All of them. Together. Okay, that's what I like so much about the Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Coldplay thing. It's like, you can't lose if you have everyone great. So That's true. You never know. Please comment more suggestions below. Also, maybe comment who you want to see in the Super Bowl next year below. I would. Uh, I think we already know who, who Tori wants to see. That. Some cowboy action. But we'd love. we would love for you to continue chatting with us down here and continue talking to us on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, wherever you want to hit us up, and uh, where can they follow you on Instagram, and especially oh, for your food. Yes. Um, follow me at Lauren's Healthy Home on Instagram and at Lauren T. Pacheco, but on Lauren's Healthy Home, I will have the recipe for the bacon wrap. They were Ooh. good. Yeah. So thank, you. thank you. Thank so you, Tori, for, for joining us and helping us <laughs> so much tonight. Thank you so much for having me. I'm definitely going to go follow your Instagram account. Yes. Um, but if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tori underscore Broussard. And thanks, guys, for tuning in. You can follow me on Instagram at Liza.Rubin. Or if you want a little more unhealthy snacks, you can follow me <laughs> at Fat But Skinny But Fat. But these are amazing. So these are you. very good. And as always, I'm Danny Golub. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Golub. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will be back soon to talk about the Olympics. You don't want to miss it. 
From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.